0: you're in the right place, hello, hello, my friend. This is Dana. This is words that move me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm stoked about this episode because Kara Mack is Kara back. <laughs> Sorry, lame. Um, Kara Mack is back for her third time on the podcast. I respect this woman. I admire this woman. I am, lit up by this woman. I am so excited to share this conversation. Let's see, Kara and I have only known each other for a short time, but she's made a huge impact on me and is making an even bigger impact on our dance community at large. You need to know who this woman is. Um, We're gonna talk about her work on Babylon. We're gonna talk about her upcoming uh, epic workshop plans for Black History Month. But first, we're gonna share some wins. Today, I am celebrating my second private lesson in Zouk. Y'all, this is not a style of dance that I'm good at by default. Actually, there are very few styles of dance that I was good at by default, but Zouk is extremely hard for me. I am working with Jeremy Adam Ray. He is my private Zouk tutor, and we had a really great session last night. I am celebrating that, humbling down to beginner town, even though I'm that's a thought i'm sure people could look at me learning a new style of dance and be like dana you are a professional dancer you couldn't be a beginner at anything as long as it was dance so i understand that argument but zook does feel like a totally new language to my body celebrating a great session thank you jeremy uh that is me and what's going well in my world now you go hit me with your win say it out loud as an additional challenge it's so much fun All right, my friend, congratulations. Keep winning. I see balloons and confetti and confetti cannons in your future. Good on you. All right, now let's shift focus to the fabulous Karamak. Kara Mack is the creator and CEO of Africa in America. She is a movement coach, choreographer, dancer, performer, and mother to I have to be very real with you, the most adorable children, period. The, I know you think that your nieces and nephews and like your kids are cute, but listen, I've got to be, I've got to be very real with you. <laughs> most adorable children on the planet, kindest hearts, most generous soul. Um, and as you will hear, a very talented, very thoughtful person. So without any further ado, I will throw it to Kara Mac. Miss Kara Mac, 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 all dressed in lions, lions, lions. <laughs> <laughs> Only
1: way that Dana could interpret that. <laughs> old song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a good song. And when your last name is Mac, I bet, does that not happen to you a lot?
1: No, no. It's, it's insane. No, I'm saying no <laughs> is yes. Like it, oh, okay. It's like in my head. <laughs> it's like time. I got that. And then with me being in elementary school during the Martin era, my mm-hmm. middle name is Shanae. So of course Martin with Shenane. I got Sineane like all the time oh. because of oh, Martin. That's a
0: <laughs> that's a such hey, a what's great up, <laughs> I love that. Well then here we have Shine and Denene uh, <laughs> ready to go round three. Kara Mack, welcome back. Um, Thank third you. time guest. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for being here.
1: I'm always available to sit on your virtual couch, Dana.
0: Oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> um, okay, well, for those uh, listeners who have not listened to Karamak Take One and Take Two, I yield the floor. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us everything you want us to know.
1: The hardest part, or any ever. anything
0: you want us—maybe not everything—that we could be here for a very long time. Exactly.
1: Um, I'm just well, like, Hi. what would you like
0: us to know about you?
1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Kara Mack. I am simply a black Renaissance woman. I am a multidisciplinarian <laughs> and that's all I would like to say, but I have had the pleasure a wonderful
0: giggler. You're such a great giggler. you are yeah. wonderful.
1: I've had the pleasure of doing certain particular uh things. Uh, in the recent years under the choreographical and movement teacher and all of that good stuff. But yes, Black Renaissance Woman, you can just say that. That's my title.
0: I'll take it. I love it. And would you please tell us, because you told me a little bit in the in the pre-call, tell us about your shirt, because it does have lions on it, but I don't want to, I, I want people to know the lions that are on this shirt.
1: No, it's just, it's just great that You have designers that do contemporary things with traditional, you know, aspects of culture. And so this print is actually a traditional print that's on like wrap skirts. You can have a tailor, you know, get the fabric and create a whole outfit for you. Like this is a very, very old print um, from Nigeria. And so the contemporary way is they just put it on a T-shirt. So it's just cool that, you know, (laughs) I can rock this t-shirt with jeans and, you know, know some nice boots and go out, but it's a very, very old print.
0: Yeah. I love it. I would love also a little selfie perhaps so that I can share along with this episode so people can see it and maybe even shop it. Where'd you get it?
1: it? You know, it's the, it's the pandemic online shopping. I, mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. I did I think from the UK somewhere. But I love yeah, it. yeah I love thank
0: it. you. Well played. Okay. So you are a mover shaker. You've always have so much going on. And I know I'm a little bit behind the curve on this one, but I just saw Babylon a couple days ago uh with my mom while my mom was in town. And mm. I have to congratulate you. I was I was there for some early day skeleton crew moments with Margot and mm-hmm. uh, under Mandy's fearless leadership along with her associate yes. Jillian Myers, we had so much fun in that room yes. for a couple days and I have to commend you because I know you worked with Margot on her movement quality on her abandon specifically and I, what I saw on screen versus what I saw on that day in the room, which obviously was a rehearsal. It was not, you know, we were not like on, but it was massive transformation. So hats off to you and the work that you did. How do you feel about about that work, about that role, about her performance, about your performance also in that, in that chaotic opening party scene?
1: <laughs> First, I would just like to shout out Mandy Moore because... Yeah. Initially, I was just brought in to teach, you know, classes to Margot, mm-hmm. And it's like, you remember the time with mm-hmm. jobs, you have to get swabbed every day. It was this heightened sense of if you stepped outside of your home, you know, you had to be protected. If you weren't being protected, you know, you're putting everybody else at risk. And then, girl, I just had my third child. So I was like, what is going on? When Block called me, like, hey, Mandy Moore, the choreographer, the famous choreographer, she's going to hit you up. Make sure you answer the phone. I was just like, okay, this is random. I have no idea what's going on, but it's all good. So that's the state of my mind. So when she's okay. just like, yeah, let's start off. I just want to see how you work with, you know, Margot. And I was like, okay. But the first time, that I met her, I was like, you know what? I have to ask this question. I was like, Mandy, be real with me. Why do you want Margot to learn African diasporic movement? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I'm just interested. You didn't know. Yeah, because especially, especially because I knew about Babylon's like the storyline. I was like, okay, 1920s, going from silent films to talk films. Okay, I understand. Because I knew personally where jazz was. This is not mm-hmm. the codified spirit finger mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. I no. knew that, but I was trying to see. I was like, "Mandy, do are you going this direction with it? Because mm-hmm. that would really give you a thousand cool points for me,
0: right? Like, how hip is this film to what is actually going on in in parts of America at that time?"
1: Exactly. So she was like, Yeah, Kara. So, you know, during this time, you're talking about Josephine Baker. you talking, this is when it was the time where it was still jungle music. It wasn't even like jazz yet in terms of the name and all that stuff. This is still purely like African, like Africanized movement that's now here in America. And it's now with this big band, tuxedos, all of these different. And then I was like, thank you. That's all I need to know. And that basically gave me the freedom to teach. I was like, now, because I knew that this is still a customer service job. So I'm still going to do what the choreographer is asking me to do, regardless of how much he or she knows about anything. But the Mm -hmm. fact that Mandy just knew, like, no care, do your thing. This mm-hmm. is she she needs this part because Damien doesn't want any lines, any mm-hmm. that because this is not the era for that that came later, 40s, 50s, this is 20s, 1920s. This is the mm-hmm. like the baby newborn stage of this mm-hmm. movement. So how does that look? It looks but it looked basically like the freedom needs to like reign like precedent over everything. And so when she said two hours a day, three times a week, every week, mm. I was like, mm. let's go. Ooh, what so a that gift. was, that a gift was
0: literally <laughs> a lovely, lovely gift for you as well, but so lucky of them to get to have you. And yes, flowers to Mandy for understanding roots, history, not just of then, but of right now, like to know to go to you for this. That is a woman who, she's solid. Mandy's so solid. Great sensibilities, such a great leader. And yeah, a gift for the cast to have you and a gift for you to have a platform like that to bring what you do so well to a really, really big screen (laughs) And, and hopefully massive audiences. I hope, I know the film is being kind of received... Uh, sort of mixed, but huge acclaim. Definitely Oscar-nominated film, we're talking. So, yeah. fan-freaking-tastic. Um, tell me a little bit about Margot. I know you received a kind note from her after the film wrapped, and I I love to hear when movement people get their flowers uh, from the stars on the screen. It doesn't happen all the time, but we know that movement is a component of every single thing they do maybe not every scene is choreographed but especially a character like hers must be visceral must be energized must be kind of like guttural she 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 had to be clued and cued into her body at all times um so I, I would love to hear a little bit more about that exchange and a little bit more what it was like to work with her throughout.
1: Three things happened. So the first thing starting with the thank you note, I was totally surprised because it came in a Paramount Studios envelope. I was like love. thinking, Oh, is this like an extra check? Like I was <laughs> you know, like <laughs> something I wasn't prepared for. I'm like, oh yeah, plus one plus what exactly but it was like <laughs> this cute little thank you card and it was like handwritten by Margot saying you know th- basically this role started from you and i you know i really appreciate like everything that you did and with the little heart and it's like hope we connect soon in the future and things that, and so that re- I kept it still in my binder and cause of course I'm, one day I'm gonna put it up somewhere, but yeah, mm-hmm. totally shocked by that. So that was one. The second thing was literally being on set. So as you know, I only was hired to do that. So after that was done, I'm thinking like, okay, that's done. But Mandy was like, Oh no, care you're going to be a part of the skeleton crew you're going to be a, like damien like wants you i was like oh okay so this is just a blessing to now you know be in the scene a crazy scene so now i can actually watch you know in right. person so that was also a blessing but the the third thing being on set and me knowing that Margot only had one ballet class when she was around seven years old in Australia. That's it. There is no dance technique. She, if I was speaking to her with, you know, the movement thing and with dance vocabulary wouldn't have registered. Like everything was essence of movement, essence of feeling, feeling, feeling (laughs) nothing whatsoever. So Mandy hired over 20 professional dancers who's, Perform with everyone under the sun. So here it is. We are now on set. Of course, this is like, I think we work for like four days or five days. But every single day, Margot is acting like 3 a.m. Let's go get like on one. And to see right. professional dancers like, who did she train with? Like who? Like Margo is good. And to know that she had only been with me for those couple months, like, awesome. on it, boot camp. And she is, like, killing it. Every every direction Jillian gave or, or Mandy gave, it was just like, all right, Taking over here, note. over here, take, like, on it. And so for me to see that in real time, and Mandy okay. and Jillian look over at me like, Kara? Nailed it. That's That is what was, like... That's oh my really God. Because cool. once again, it's coming from the pandemic. Once again, it's coming from having my third child. It's like, I didn't even know how that year was going to go. How, and yeah, so anything me- was going to look. So for me to be like, just basically thrown into a situation, like here, get this extra check because you're just so <laughs> just be a part of it and stand there and watch so cool. Margo, like kill it. Not even say she's tired. Just like, on one and all of the professional us professionals are like man can we get can we can we get a break
0: (laughs) oh i love this now granted if i was getting Margot's check i probably would not need much extra (laughs) uh encouragement
1: (laughs) do you see even even that yeah well did you see even that solo that they created for her in the middle like her falling on the floor and all of that stuff with the cigarette
0: Yes. Oh! It's fantastic. It's
1: And to it's know that that's being done over and over. Over, and over, and- over the course of
0: three night shoots that were insane. And probably a lot of hurry up and wait because a lot to organize in terms of bodies in the space, cameras, lighting. I can only begin to imagine, which leads me to a funny, 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 embarrassing, twisted um, <laughs> confession. Um, I was like, I can only imagine what that must have been like to shoot that scene. Even though Kara, <laughs> I am credited as a dancer in that movie. I'm in the scroll. My name is in the scroll. I'm not in that movie. <laughs> I like to tell myself that it is some sort of balance being restored for every time I haven't been credited. Um, mm. But alas, for anybody who's listening and wondering. No, I was not in that movie, but I was there for several days of skeleton yeah, crew. She was skeleton and crew, skeleton crew, and I did a couple movement sessions for Lily, uh, who played Lady Fay. Um,
1: okay.
0: In the in the kind of early days, and she had a block of time. Where she was not available to shoot or rehearse because she was on another project. Um, hmm. But Damien wanted to see her move and get a feel for how she might fit into you know how movement might play a role for her character later on but she wasn't available to rehearse very much so uh mm-hmm. did a couple movement sessions for her thanks again Mandy for your greatness and generosity and in, yes. in in sharing those type of opportunities um but yeah Mandy was out of town so I jumped in and that was awesome um but again like I want to circle back it cuz I think that something mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true or not, but number one, I 100% think you were the person to coach Margot from whatever lack of technique she had into the physical place where she landed. But I kind of wonder if it isn't for the best or if it isn't for the better that she did not have classical codified like technical Mm. training because the goal for her was – the opposite of refined centered the the goal for her in this character is absolutely unhinged um like a like a like a hurricane and i wonder if if she would have been having to erase bad dance habits had she been at a ballet bar every day since she was three years old um Hmm. what, what do you have to say have you worked with people? Have you ever had to undo habits versus just throw things at the blank canvas?
1: It's interesting because I've been in those predicaments where, yes, it's much harder to undo and break down like <laughs> certain things out of people's is actually out of people's consciousness, like out of their <laughs> world view. Not, not because, just the
0: body, but of the brain body.
1: Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. But the one thing that stuck in our lessons that I believe could have worked on a body that went through certain types of technical training or a body that's like a blank canvas was that I discovered and asked her questions already about her character. Mm -hmm. And so we dealt with the multi-layered version of what it is to be feminine and how Mm -hmm. it's not linear. Mm -hmm. And so with Nelly, her character, like I was giving her I was like, okay, so you know how Greeks had, you know, Greek mythology and they had these Dude, goddesses and gods. Ocean? I talked about the Orisha of like the tornado. The Orisha, yeah, yeah, her the name is Yansa, basically Oya. Uh-huh,
0: the color uh-huh.
1: is red.
0: Yes. The whole
1: spirit behind it is when you step in a room, you it's basically like a tornado like you send everything up, you throw it away and then you look at people like yeah, rebuild. And, you're and you are look
0: at where it fell. Exactly, exactly, which is how that scene ended is her is her and the rest of the room fallen like debris.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. we dealt with that and with the color red and we dealt with how does femininity look where mm. you're not trying to get people's attention but you already have something inside of you that's basically sending heads your way regardless of if you're asking for that attention or not because of the Mm. character that you have Mm. and it's not this westernized where it's just like this is sexual this is Mm categorizes you know doing too much and I'm like no it goes back to something very 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 old where you can have your Oshun which is the sweet which is the peace which is the then you can have your oya you which about, is like
0: yeah. who who am I missing? <laughs> there are three right
1: it's actually hundreds. <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> cute <laughs> You mean there's only three that I learned about in the two-hour session that you and I had?
1: Exactly, a little while ago. exactly. It's just you know you have like we call the top the top three uh-huh. feminine. Uh-huh. So the the ocean yellow, which is the there small is. river, Yamanja, uh-huh. which is there blue, is. the ocean. So that's uh-huh. the vastness, and Oya red, which is tornado. So basically. Movement-wise, it could manifest with a lot of Sinead turns all over, like a tornado. Movement-wise, it manifest. that's manif- just a
0: really good callback to Sinead. I just have to just put that out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that's second time, so, second time in this episode. Dana, you were
1: <laughs> silly. So yeah, we were talking about how movement manifests the characteristic that you're already supposed to have inside Mm -hmm. how does it manifest in movement how does it manifest in your body with the undulations and the thing your arms coming up so when you see her on the bar it's not from a like it's not from as I say you looking at the branches and the tree it's coming from the root the thing that you can't see that's making her arms come up and making this freedom look attractive to you, not mm-hmm. her intentionally trying to be sexualized. It's mm-hmm. the it's the thing that you can't see. So that's us for two hours, three times a week working on the awesome. intangibles. The yeah, the intangible, mm-hmm. what people can't see so that when you actually take one step of movement. whoo. All Mm -hmm. heads are going to turn your direction Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we spent so many hours not on turned out rib cage open,
0: rib cage in. It's a better use of time. It's a better use of time because intention, no matter what, especially on camera, I think will override silhouette statue or picture. If this was a sculpture, then maybe not. Maybe you would use that time to refine the angle of the shoulders, the tilt of the head, the bend of the knee. But Mm -hmm. since we're talking moving freaking picture, (laughs) I think it's a way better use of time to spend the sessions focused on the roots, the inside, the, the, the invisible, as you call it, which will charge, fuel the rest of it um and it's so funny that we're having this conversation right now cuz i was just uh embarrassingly doing why did it show up i was YouTubing something and i can't remember but some pop star who shall remain nameless uh, popped up a VMA performance um of one of her like earlier VMAs she's a big deal and she she did this gag it was like a funny thing and then she like walked and she kind of huffed and puffed and pretended to be out of breath and then she like hinged back and hit this like note and I was like oh man I can tell like I can smell that somebody told you to do that. That somebody told you to put your weight 30% in the left hip and 12% Mm. in the right foot and the shoulders should be flat and the profile should be like this and I was like you look so placed. Yes. It didn't feel It didn't feel like hers. And listen, I do, but I approach both. When I'm in a movement session, if I feel that I'm working with a person who loves picture, matching, weight transfer, math, angles, you know, anatomy, like I am happy to explain a position in terms of percentage of weight and alignment of shoulders and hips. Like I actually, I don't think, I don't think you can like fully do this movement coaching thing with only one or the other, like we're only going to talk feeling. I do think at some point we have to also talk line or picture or something like that. But when you only have so much time and when you're dealing with a character on the page, like Nellie, who is not, she is the anti-sculpture. She is running her car into sculptures and destroying things. And it's like, that person has to be a, a Gutterally driven versus like mathematically, you know, technically placed and and polished in every frame. So
1: exactly, I I I totally agree. That's why the first conversations with Mandy, I had to make certain things clear about her character, and then even having a conversation with her, it made it more clear what my job was because mm-hmm. also. I'm not the choreographer, right? so I'm doing a service to make the job of the choreographer as easy as possible yes. so that she could be able to receive yes. Yes, yes, yes. choreography once yes. she got in the hands of Mandy and Jill. So that's what mm-hmm. I, the whole time that I'm with her, I'm like, I need also, for this time for you to understand and not tense up once someone comes in front of you and says, "Turn to the left, turn right. to the right, do this yes. two times, put your hands up, put your hands down you won't a lot of people will tense up they'll be like right. okay this is this is too much, this is too much so even with that, I had to mold. A body, mold a character that is also able to receive structure. Yes, and so that's to be what I was even further yeah. shaped by exactly. the hands
0: of someone else, whether it's Mandy or Damien. Um yeah, I had a great conversation with another movement coach who actually is credited as movement analyst. And I thought that was interesting. But he was the movement analyst for the film The Irishman. Um hmm. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino and uh who am i forgetting somebody else big and famous and older and anyway the the movement analyst slash coach slash many many hats his name is gary take and he mm-hmm. was so clear in that episode about the distinction between movement direction and direction, direction. And that's why he didn't call himself a movement director. He calls himself a movement analyst. He specifically talked very um non-critically about the shape of a body, the speed of a body, the, you know, the placement of a body. And he was able to give notes that didn't infringe on any other department, be it There was no choreographer on that film, but be it the choreography department or the director, it's really like preparing the material, the material being Margot Robbie or Robert De Niro, whoever. You're preparing that material in service of the the other departments, you know, and that's exactly such a – but it's also – Oh, especially my friend, because I I don't believe you are credited as a movement analyst or movement coach or movement director or movement anything, are you?
1: That's what, you know, I'm not. But this is like my first time being in this role in terms of like film and I know that it was a new thing, even for with block and all of that stuff. It was like, okay, this West African dance classes, these are class. And it built right, from there. Right, right. It was like a building, like, let's see how this goes because we don't have any history for you in this capacity. I know that you teach right. people all the time, but just in this capacity. So that's why I didn't even know to the extent of how long I would be with Margot anyway. Yeah. So we with- <laughs> sign
0: we sign we sign our deals at the beginning and then they evolve. And also all of those deals almost all this is just listen, I'm gonna have to put this in the parking lot for a different episode. We we need to talk about credit how it happens who's freaking responsible because I I'm not to like shame game whoever's responsible for the Babylon credits, but Jilly is credited incorrectly. um she is I, yes, she is she has assistant choreographer credit, but her contract is as wow, associate choreographer so sick, yeah, and I think that uh, the world has a lot of catching up to do in terms of understanding choreographers and choreography team members. And I do include assistants, associates, movement analysts, movement coaches under that umbrella. We are part of the choreography team. And it's very clear that very many people do not understand the differences. We're still working to define those even internally. Like a lot of us don't fully agree on the difference in the uses of an assistant versus an associate. Um, This is one of the key reasons, the key uh you know, functions of the Choreographers Guild is education yes. internally within our own community, but most importantly, broadly out there in the world, specifically to to productions, to producers, so that things like this get clean and get clean fast, because I don't think those roles are going away. It's possible. It, and, and you know what? It's not even that they didn't exist before. These people have been helping people move for a long time, for as long as there I have know. been movies. And yes. so I don't accept anymore that this is like kind of a new thing. We don't have precedent for that. I'm like, boo! Yes, you freaking do. It exists. You just aren't Go looking Dana. for it. And I am, I'm i so fed up with it. So that's where I'm at now. Um, I love it. <laughs> happy. I love Happy it. to be happy to be credited, um, but it's incorrect. So funny. Um, funny. Not I want to. I want to <laughs> yeah, shine a light. The word that I throw. Yeah, uh, I want to
1: shine a light on the amazing work of the choreography team, Mandy and Jill. Mm-hmm. They did. Let's do that. Flowers, amazing, more flowers. No, they did an amazing job because a lot of people just look at choreography as simply you can clearly see. First group yeah, five six eight seven eight, eight transition the transitions the exits to that and they only think that that is choreography. But when they right. see that one long crazy opening scene, they right. need to know that that entire thing was choreographed.
0: Yes, the and, and entire... more you don't know it was choreographed, the more brilliantly it was choreographed.
1: Exactly, and so it's, that's why yeah. they must have their flowers for doing that type of work because mm-hmm. that wasn't the only scene a lot of people like mm-hmm. oh they did Margot's choreo their, her solo no for the little <laughs> it's tango more than the so- yeah it's that is which not- even
0: also was subtle and tasteful and awesome um but yeah yeah i agree i could not agree more People don't understand who we are and what we do still.
1: Yeah, because I learned a lot watching like oh, in real time. I learned so mm-hmm. much. The Mandy gained my respect. Jill gained my respect by watching their process. Um, because the only person that can do that type of choreo with like hundreds of people effortlessly that I've seen is Debbie Allen. I've seen her do that work. Yes. But to see them do that work and it be so meticulous mm-hmm. and it comes out not looking meticulous, <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like, huh. So yeah, that's
0: all I have to say. It, th- Thank you for adding that. Thank you so much. That's an important point and a tip of the cap to their mastery because with, I think in being in any other hands than theirs, it would have not only looked like chaos, but also been chaos. Yes. And like it would not have been palatable, I think, had, had those very capable hands not been helping to steer the ship. So yes. yeah, well said. <clears throat> yes. um, well, I want to sidestep now and talk about what you're up to right now. I understand you have some big plans for Black History Month. Tell me everything. <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, you know how my brain works. I'm always trying to think of creative and innovative things to do to just push things forward as best as I can in my little small body. So, next month, I said I'm going to take it back to my Black Country dance movement techniques. And every Sunday, starting February 5th, two hours. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. to Mm -hmm. 4 p.m. at Crenshaw Mm -hmm. Yoga and Dance. I will be teaching. That's where the last one was, right? Yep. I will be teaching four pillars of Black Southern culture and dance. Let's go. So first, starting with hip-hop, because we first have to celebrate that this year is 50 years of hip-hop. 50-year anniversary of hip-hop culture. Yes. That's my jaw on the floor. I did not know. Yes. Yes. 50 year anniversary. So, because according to.
0: Like the first time the words were printed or what? Like, what's the
1: defining. Like the Bronx, like starting, like, I don't see that part. I don't know. Because I think that they started documenting in the late 70s in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And I think it's starting from that period once it was like all of the different facets of hip hop started to flourish in New York. But that, that's a great question. Please let me know the specifics about yeah, that.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to some people.
1: <laughs> so I lived during the golden era of hip hop, the nineties. So I said I'm going to do 90s only hip hop dance yes. class.
0: So let me talk wait, about wait, because that this calendar. Um, February Sunday,
1: 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., that's the first thing that I'm going to start off with. So imagine vibing, like warming up, vibing, getting a little choreo and still vibing for two hours straight to 90s, the whole entire decade of hip-hop and R&B. So when you talk about uh crisscross with the you you, when you're talking about harlem shake when you're talking about creep tlc when you're talking about uh, the humpty all of those
0: so are we are we kid in play or are we a little bit yes yes all of that are we a little biz yep all of that all of
1: that. Oh my god. god I love so much. Deco, 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 the all of that. We're standing one decade in oh. all of the cardio movement. I was just gonna came. say
0: you're gonna need to be prepared, like have had your carbs <laughs> in the morning because that is a real real deal. I remember that new jack swing era when I'm watching these music videos. I, I, I'm like, how? How? Because I know, like you said earlier about the film, we didn't do this one time. We did this many, Eggs. many, many times. And how is the energy? I don't understand. I actually am like worried about myself. I took locking the other night, and I felt Woo-hoo! like a bag of wet sand. I was like, <laughs> "Where is my juice? <laughs> like, is it because I'm getting older? Is it because it's after seven and I am tired? Like, That's I get what your I get body tar- just it's also the it's the winter time. I'm going through an emotional patch. as well. it's an emotional chapter, but it it was it was very, uh, it was palpable. I could feel, taste <laughs> myself wanting to lay it down. <laughs> so okay, I will get a good a good night's rest on Saturday night. Um, yes, Sunday. That's great news. Okay, and then the rest of the classes are what second genres? Sunday. Or is is it, that it.
1: genre? How? Oh my god! Yes. Second Sunday. So I believe that's February 12th. So it's <laughs> it's easy. Just think every Sunday, a different every technique of Southern Black dance. So, so we
0: go hip hop, majorettes.
1: Flag Which, by the work. way,
0: I got to work with some incredible... I want to share this because I don't think this video did as well as it possibly could have. Even though Robin Thicke is the key artist who... Yeah, whatever. Um But... Kendrick Lamar, 2 Chains, Robin Thicke. The song is called, I can't remember right now. (laughs) Anyways, um, I assisted Marty Kadelka on this music video and we had two college teams of majorettes come in and perform. Their, their sets were already choreographed, but I got to learn so much from watching them. And it's, I cannot not participate. I cannot, I cannot sit and watch it happen. It's, you, it is the most contagious thing to behold. I love it so much. Okay, that's great. Yeah, please and let me let For you people finish.
1: to know that you'll get even all of the history behind mm-hmm. everything as well. So, third okay. Sunday, still staying in the marching band, band life, you're going to be learning flag work. So when you see those Ooh. girls twirl those flags and how they funky with it with the thing. Yes, I also know how to do flag work.
0: And, and will you have flags for people to See, the
1: with? thing is, is it I'm B-Y-O-F? going to tell people to bring their brooms and their sticks. <laughs> and I say B-Y-O-B. brooms. <laughs> bring, bring their brooms bring because brooms. With the, the brooms have a weight at the end ah. that <laughs> equates to the flag
0: more like a flag i will have
1: a flag so that you can oh, see okay. and i will just pass it around or or um, someone can do, if someone can donate flags that would be that would be just yes,
0: please listeners okay so this episode will come out on the first y'all don't have much time to get your act together i have three weeks from
1: the first for the flag because uh-huh. that's the third sunday the okay. third sunday okay. is the flag work and then we're ending it the fourth sunday with step dance so, stepping. So, for you just dedicate Yo. your whole month, two hours every Sunday to just fellowship, crack up, awesome. just build a bigger community. You know, that's the feeling because that's my home. That's the black Southern culture. And I just wanted to bring that to Los Angeles in some type of way, effortlessly without being too complicated. So I just think like, yeah, the way that people go to church for two hours a day, you come to the studio for two hours a day, build community, learn some. Extra culture, African American culture, in your life, and then just leave like encouraged and just oh, edified Cara, to take on. You're life. so yeah.
0: good at at creating spaces that do that. I know this because I witnessed it. I left after your last workshop buzzing for weeks. I mean, truly, it really stayed with me. You create such an impactful wow. uh, environment that the energy really was also palpable. But it was opposite my wet sand body energy it's so much fun um and i'm just really really loving the. the oh thank you but i have so much to learn (laughs) i i'm now really thinking my schedule is tight february is a challenge but uh, hence why i'm recording like seven interviews this month um because i'll be trickling them out while i have a, a busy spring but um i just can't stop imagining people dancing with their brooms and no, I'm that. hearing I, my music, movie, musical brain is hearing "Step in Time." Everybody needs "Step in Time." I'm just Mary Poppins soundtrack in my head while I'm playing playing that scene out on the back of my eyelids right now. He's <laughs> so funny. Um, and you know what? That is a great scene. But I'm sure what you create in that room is going to be even better because of the the roots again, the roots and the history that you're bringing to it. So. Thanks for bringing that to us in L.A. I hope if you are listening in L.A., get your booties out there. And if not, I do think there may be an option to join virtual via City. Yes. Yes? No. Yes.
1: Yes. So you can simply like with the registration that Dana will put up, it'll be a little QR code to keep your lives simple there's already, already an option for online choices. Um, mm-hmm. You can choose online for all classes or pick your individual classes, um, whatever Sunday that works for you. So, yep, online or in-person options That's available.
0: Great. I love that. I love that. and love you so much. Thank you so much for being here, Kara. Um, Thank you for having me. But, I do feel like I got my daily dose. That is important. And we'll have you back again sometime soon. Um, yes. And to top it off, Kara, I'll tell you now so you can watch it if you would like. Uh, the music video, the Robin Thicke music video directed by Diane Martell, who is legendary and incredible and wild. Also wild. I think Diane Martell <laughs> maybe has a lot in common with Nellie. Uh Margot Robbie's character. She is Got it. a riot.
1: Wow. Um, I don't think I've
0: heard the word fuck so many times on a set ever in my life, period. She's wild. She's great. Uh, the song is called Give It To You if you okay. want to go look that up, but I will put it in the show notes this episode. Um, thanks again, Kara. Congratulations on Babylon and on all the things, and uh, hope I get to see you soon.
1: Thank you. Hope I get to see you soon, too. Mwah. Bye. Bye.
0: All right, my friend. What do you think of that? What do you think about me losing my temper about credit? Are you as blown away as I am that something so important could be so inconsistent across the board? I really do plan on revisiting this topic after having done more research and more advocacy with the Choreographers Guild. It's something that's truly so important and so mystifying, even still after all of these years. So um, be on the lookout for that episode. And as you watch movies in a theater or at home, also be on the lookout for credits. Start to see if you notice where and if choreographers fall in the scroll and where and if dancers fall in the scroll or movement— movement coaches, movement analysts for that matter. Really, really interesting to to see that kind of playing out in front of us. I am salty about it. you can tell. That was a really spicy Dana you got in that episode. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. A lot of insight from Kara about working on 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 massive projects, a lot of flowers, a lot of praise for Mandy and Jilly and their work on Babylon. And so much excitement for Black History Month. I hope to see you uh, every Sunday at Kara's event. I will absolutely be linking to sign-ups for that in the show notes for this episode. And yeah, I think that's it. Get out there in the world. Keep it very funky. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was produced by me with the help of many music by max winnie logo and brand design by brie reitz and big thanks to riley higgins our executive assistant and editor also massive thanks to you the mover who is no stranger to taking action so go take action i will not cannot stop you from downloading episodes or leaving a review and a rating i will not ban you from my online store for spending your hard earned money on the cool merch and awesome programs that await you there I will 100% not stop you from visiting wordsthatmoveme.com if you want to talk with me, work with me, and make moves with the rest of the Words That Move Me community. Oh, and also, I will not stop you from visiting thedanawilson.com if you're curious about all the things that I do that are not Words That Move Me related. (laughs) All right, my friend, keep it funky. I'll talk to you soon.